Hello and welcome to another episode of Whips What's Up With, this time featuring a man and a character who are classic Chicago. Rich Coase is a name you may or may not know, but you probably do know his signature character, Sven Gulli, who has been a fixture on Chicago TV basically forever and also a fixture nationally on MeTV affiliates for over a decade. You might have seen Whoopi Goldberg wearing a Sven Gulli t-shirt on a recent episode of The View. Anyway, Sven Gulli has been bringing what some call B-movies and others call camp classics with names like Invaders from Mars, The Ghoul, Attack of the Puppet People, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, a real movie, and also Frogs, that's a real movie too. He's been bringing these to the masses forever now. And I was proud to say hello to Rich, a.k.a. Sven Gulli, in his favorite month, the Halloween month of October. Calling all stations. Clear the air lanes. Clear all air lanes for the big broadcast. How you doing, Rich Coase? Good, how are you? I am good. Rich, I just have to say, first off, I feel like I know a lot of people in this business in Chicago who know you or who have known you or have run across you, and somehow, over low these many years, I have never met you. And so, it's really sort of a personal honor and a pleasure for me to get to say hello to you today. Well, thank you. That's nice of you to say. And, you know, I've heard you many times, so same thing. You know, I, I know you, but we've never met. Yeah, so now I can say I can check this one uh, off of uh, an ever-shortening list of things that I would love to do in this business that I hadn't, and that is to meet you. So I don't know if I should call you Sven or if I should call you Rich, but you started out as son of Sven Gulli in 1979. I have that date correct, right? Yeah, that's right. That's over four decades, as I do some quick math there. So, how did you evolve? How did you evolve from son of Svenguli into just Svenguli? And if you want to go into the whole uh, way that you started this, you can go into that too, because it's really fascinating to me. Sure. Uh, originally, uh, my mentor and the guy who got me into the business was TV and radio personality here in Chicago, Jerry G. Bishop. And he just happened to be the staff announcer who was on duty on Friday nights. This is when they had live staff announcers at uh, TV stations. And uh, he was on during the horror movies and had to do the announcements. And he started, you know, fooling around, doing an accent and making jokes. And it devolved into him being the Svengoolie character who actually appeared on TV. I was a fan of his, and I just sent him material. And he found out I was a broadcast student and said, well, why don't you come into the studio? And this eventually worked into me working with him on the show every week and also working with him at WMAQ Radio. And uh, and one summer, somebody at one of the TV stations asked Jerry if he would like to you know, bring back the Svengoolie character just for the summer. It's like a fill-in thing. And he didn't really want to get dressed up and all that stuff, but he, he turned to me and said, you know, you could be the son of Svengoolie. I could produce the show and you could write it and perform it, which, you know, geez, that's <laughs> that's giving me a lot of credit for thinking that I'd be able to pull it off. And so then I became Svengoolie. We had some false starts on that. Okay. Years later, he went to, to uh, San Diego and he said, well, what are you going to do now? And I said, well, and knowing it was not going to be easy, I said, I, I think I might try to pitch a local station on 
you know, doing a TV show. And he said, I tell you what, if you want to do Son of Spengooley, go ahead and, and you've got my blessing. And I shopped it around, eventually ended up on WFLD. And then as time passed and I was fired, <laughs> we all know that in broadcasting. <laughs> hey, that listen, that's a join uh, the club. Certainly, yeah. And then when uh, Neil Saban was going to start WCIU as the U, an independent station, I was the first talent he talked to, and he said, would you mind doing the Spengooley character again? And, you know, every week that I wasn't doing it, somebody would recognize me and say, you know, I really love that show. Why don't you do it again? So I felt like if people cared about it that much, then that I really should. And as I was about to go on, I talked to Jerry, and I said, you know, I'm thinking of changing the name because it's been long enough that some people say, you're son of Svengooli. Well, who's Svengooli? And I said, I'm trying to figure out a name. And Jerry very generously said, tell you what, you're all grown up. Just be Svengooli. <laughs> and so I was. That's fantastic. So I do remember we used to refer to you as Son of Sven. We're going to watch Son of Sven. I don't know how many people do that, but it's such an iconic thing, just the look of it and the entire thing. It's something that I think all Chicagoans of that era have in common. It's a uniting thing for everybody who grew up in Chicago around that time. I mean, it's you, it's things like the Empire Carpet Guy, the Victory Auto Wreckers Guy, and the Son of Sven That just means Chicago to so many of us. Yeah, I'm very, very pleased by that. You know, And, of course, you can throw in Bozo as well. Of course, Bozo too. That's <laughs> true, that that's group. true. I don't know how many things are um, that uniting among people from a certain place anymore now because everything is so everywhere and everything is so splintered and scattered. But, uh, you know, if you were a Chicagoan, you knew these things, especially you knew you. Yeah, and, you know, I'm very flattered by that. I've always seen the uh, memes on uh, <laughs> on Facebook where it's a picture of me that says, if you know who this guy is, you're from Chicago. So. I think it still holds up. That is correct. And even out of the makeup, Rich, do you walk around and do people say, I think you're Sven Gulli? And uh, do you readily admit that you are, or do you sometimes say, no, no, what are you talking about? Not me. <laughs> no. Actually, yeah, uh, people do recognize me because I've done other shows just as myself. Uh, we did Stooja Palooza, and I did the Cozone many years ago. And people have kind of, you know, know what I look like without the makeup. And it's very nice, you know, and, and I rarely will I say, no, I'm not him. Uh, I'll admit to it because it's, it's very flattering and the fact that it means so much to people. I have learned, though, to never go through a drive through at a fast food place because I'll end up spending 20 minutes signing napkins for everybody who works there. Oh, that's hilarious. I thought maybe they would be throwing some rubber chickens at you or things like that, you know? Well, it depends on the restaurant. Some right. of the chicken might not be too good. So. <laughs> some of the movies that you presented over the years, you know, I guess they would be called camp classics or cult classics. But in certain ways, I think you had a big hand in making them camp classics or cult classics. Yeah, I think we did bring to, to light uh, several movies that people might not have ever seen or, you know, had any, and I hate to use the word, but it is appreciation of. Uh, and and there are, yeah, films that people just never even thought about watching. And the fact that it was on our show draw them, draws them into it. And, uh, yeah, we, we have that. And I'm happy that we still get to show 
the old classic stuff, the old Universal Studios classic horror movies. But there's always a good mix of stuff that uh, might be a little bit <laughs> more unusual. Another thing we love, I think, that radio people love about you, and you said that there was some radio background in, in the origin of it, is that, you know, the sound drops and things like that, that has a very radio feel to it, what you do on the show. So I think some of us kind of appreciate that because it reminds us of radio a little bit. Yeah, definitely, and that's where the roots of that came from, yeah. by all means, because Jerry used those on radio. When I've done radio shows, I, I used them as well, and uh, I think it does. It kind of brings back the memory. I think there's a lot of people on now that don't worry about that type of thing in radio, and they're more interested in just you know putting down people <laughs> yeah. than you know providing that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it, it definitely has a link. And by the way, uh, Rich, I'd love you to check out The Morning Mix, 530 to 10 on The Mix, and uh, you'll hear people who do not put down people because I know exactly what you're talking about. We try to have fun, right? Uh, so MeTV presents Svengulli's Halloween Bonanza, which goes throughout the month of October. Could you explain uh, some things that are going on with that? Sure. Uh, I know people here. Halloween Boonanza, and I think they're expecting like a zombie Lauren Green or something. But <laughs> actually, it's a whole month's worth of stuff with various spooky episodes of, of some of your favorite sitcoms and, of course, scary shows themselves like Alfred Hitchcock Presents and Kolchak the Night Stalker. And we're presenting one of the scariest made-for-TV movies ever made. It, it's three stories, but everybody remembers the last one. It's Karen Black in Trilogy of Terror. And that last story where she has a doll of a warrior that comes to life and tries to kill her is one that people who have seen will remember the rest of their lives and even be freaked out by, uh, by any dolls like that. And we followed up with something that I'm, I'm very flattered by. It's a special called Spenguli Uncrypted. And our company brought in a special documentary team that has usually worked on shows for the Discovery Channel and, and various other uh, cable channels. And they wanted to make something that would, you know, touch on my career and the history that I have, along with kind of a mix of the stuff that we do on our show. And it, it's turned out real well. There's some celebrity cameos, one of which I think is really going to blow people away. And uh, I'm around various parts of Chicago, places you'll probably recognize, looking for some lost artifacts from my earlier career. And it all winds up, where else? Berwyn, where they had an actual Sven Gulli Day celebration. And it's a lot of fun. And at the very end of it, uh, we make an announcement I'm not supposed to say too much about, but I think it's something that really is going to appeal to a lot of the viewers who watch who feel they've been influenced by me. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know if you're familiar with Sven Tooney. It's Tooney the Tuna from our morning cartoon show with Bill Lev. With Lepp. Bill Lev. I used me. to work with Bill, by the way, back in the day. So uh, a, another degree of separation there between us. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. And so his sidekick there, Tooney, takes on... <laughs> A persona known as Sven Tooney, he kind of dresses up as me, and he's got an hour-long special right after our special, and we'll be back on every Saturday night right after our show. There will be, uh, you know, in their normal scheduled time, there will be special episodes that are scary of the various shows that we run. And I'll be popping up through the whole month uh, in little doses. I don't think it's going to take too many big doses. You're so associated with uh, scary stuff, horror movies, etc. Uh, do you like a good romantic comedy every now and again? 
Yeah, I do. And I especially like comedies. I've always been a big fan of those. I think if you watch what I do, you can see that I've been influenced by, by a lot of different comedy movies. All right, Rich Coe's, oh, I got to tell you this one more thing. We have a guy here who used to do afternoons. He's a pre, he's doing production now. His name is Kaz, K-O-Z, except he pronounces it Kaz, and that's his name on the air. And I was just mentioning to him like an hour ago, I'm going to talk to you. And he's like, oh, I'm a big fan. He's like, I, and he knew exactly what was going on with MeTV and the Boonanza and everything without even looking at it. He's like, are you talking about the Boonanza on MeTV? I'm like, yes, I am. He's like, oh, that's all I watch. I'm like, oh, okay. So Kaz really enjoys Coe's. Well, yeah, and I, I used to listen to him in the afternoons. Yeah. And it's funny because there were people who said, oh, do you do that radio show? They had different pronunciation going there. Yes, he's a fantastic guy, too. And Rich Coase, thank you so much. Sven Gulli, a true legend. And we'll be checking out MeTV's Sven Gulli's Halloween Bonanza along with Sven Gulli Uncrypted. Thank you so much, Rich. Say hi to all those people I know at your workplace. I will do. I hope to meet you down the road in person. Yeah, same here. You can catch Sven Gulli on Saturday nights on MeTV, and you can also go online and stream his documentary, Sven Gulli Uncrypted, which you heard Rich Coe's describe. And, of course, keep listening to The Morning Mix weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. And while you're here, please rate, review, and follow this podcast. This is Whip's What's Up With. We'll talk to you later.